0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Legends of Tomorrow. We're here to talk about the latest episode, Episode 6, Star City 2046. I am Kyle Wesley. Can you believe it? We're already there. Already halfway through this season. It's insane. There's been a lot going on. They haven't traveled that much in time, but hey, The budget's probably not that big. Maybe the second season will get crazy up in on here and we'll be left with somewhere other than Vancouver. You know? Well, obviously, they'll still be filming in Vancouver because Arrow is massively successful and still films there. So does Flash. And that's just what they do, okay? It's a lot cheaper to film up there. Our dollar is shit, all right? America loves making fucking cheap television shows on our soil Vancouver that's where it's all happening all happening so today's episode 2046 is the year that this is taking place so we're going 30 years in the future not 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 like unreasonable and we went about 30 years 40 years in the past in the 70s and 30 years with the 80s now we're going 30 years in the future This is very back to the future. Very back to the future, especially with the 30 years. You know, they went from 86 to 56 to 2016. We're going from 2016, we went to 86, and now we're going to 2046. You get it? You get it? You get it. But the thing with back to the future, what they got right was time travel. Now, this show is completely effed in the A on the time travel. Now, if you don't know what I'm saying, saying... I will explain it to you as we go through the episode, because I noticed a huge problem with this particular episode, but, you know, there's there's problems all over this show. The whole whole concept doesn't make any sense, but, alright, I digress, I digress. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm digressing all over the place. I digress my pants, you know, they're not existent. But I want to thank you guys for sticking it out with us, joining us, you know, enjoying this show because we, we've, we've been through it, you know, now we got the team all back together as we saw in the last episode. They escaped Russia and they were flying through time and Kronos shot the shit out of their ship and they got stuck in 2046. Star City, no longer Starling City. It's Star City. No, oh, so it is. So so it is in the show. It's fine. That's fine. We all knew it was coming. And hey, it's awesome because we get to see what the world is like in the future. On the end of the last episode, we got to see uh, a young, yeah, a younger green arrow, but he's a black guy. So we're automatically going to assume, hey, that's got to be Connor Hawk, right? Right? but we didn't know we didn't know for sure we're just like all right this guy's claiming hey he's claiming that uh, Oliver Queen is dead we saw that in the preview we got we got a, we got a great trailer we got to know what this episode's going to be about so uh, hook or set up your pbrs get your itunes ready get your um, illegal downloads all prepped cuz we're about to kick it off and watch the latest episode of uh legends of tomorrow you know we're, yeah we're about to do it we got martin stein ready for you ray palmer the Adam. rip hunter white canary sarah lance you know jacks firestorm the other half of firestorm with martin stein you know, hot girl mick rory leonard snart we got it all we got it all And it's gonna be a good epi it's gonna be a great one all right so get ready because here we legends of tomorrow star city 2046 in 2166 an immortal tyrant named vandal savage conquered the world and murdered my wife and child i have assembled an elite team to hunt him throughout time and stop his rise to power Unfortunately, my plan is opposed by the body I'd sworn my allegiance to, the Time Masters. In the future, my friends may not be heroes, but if we succeed, they will be remembered as legends. Oh, and we kick off the episode with a previously, because they always do. And we get to see that they're trying to come out the temporal zone, and Kronos shoots them up with a rocket with a very realistic looking rocket um no it wasn't and we get the ship taking a crash landing into a burning star city which seems very crazy like call the fire department this place is out of control there's too many burning fires who's who's feeding these gas lines because i don't think those torches could burn without having some sort of fuel but okay as they wander through the city streets, they see a Palmer Tech building, which looks like a smoke, uh, sm- which has a smoke logo on it. But hey, am I having crazy deja vu? Because this episode's starting the, the exact same way the last episode ended. Man, if I was watching this on Netflix and I was binging it, I'd be like, what the fuck, man, you just wasted three minutes of my opener on shit I just saw. This is this isn't how you overlap. It should have started with them in the streets. Oh, come on. It should have started with them in the streets. Let's let's get let's cut it. And and I mean at least fighting firing arrows, he's never heard of no legends. And he shoots uh he shoots his arrow and and flies kind of up into the air, but lands right down beside them. It seemed really unnecessary for him to shoot that grappling hook up there. It seemed like it didn't pull his weight, and then he kind of just fell down beside them and ran for it. That was a very um, half-assed fucking attack, Green Arrow. Yeah, I, I... He's definitely not Oliver Queen, as they point out, because Oliver Queen wouldn't wouldn't be like that. He would have flipped off that car if he was trying to land at them. Like, what the fuck, man? That's, that's pretty poor. That's pretty piss poor. But... As, as uh, all the Legends of Tomorrow fire at him and don't get him. Alright, well maybe he isn't such a bitch bag after all. As he keeps firing arrows and makes the team of Legends retreat. Ha! Huh. Well, that was a little too easy. So, we get the title card and in Star City 2046. 2046! We are going to be in the ship. In the Wave Rider. As... captain rip hunter rips into the team uh, about not getting involved in what's going on in star city the best thing to do the best course of actions this guy says is let's fix the ship and get back to 2016 and make a real difference that's what we have to do all right so stop stop worrying about what's going on outside there and how we got to this point we get back to 2016 we can fix all the problems. All right, guys? And the team seems to be on board. Uh Jefferson Jackson is like, hey, I could fix this ship because I was a car mechanic. Mm-hmm. That's that's how they do this. So he's like an engine is an engine, whether it's a, a time traveling spaceship or a nineteen ninety-three uh Ford Mustang. It's all the same is what he's trying to tell you. But I, I gotta tell you, ladies and gentlemen, it ain't. I don't know if you've listened to your dad talk or, or an older mechanic, but if they try and fix, uh, uh, an old car, like a, a 65 Impala and, and they're like, yeah, this is the shit, man. I understand, you know, combustion engine and whatnot, but then they go on to like a new car, like a Toyota Yaris and they're trying to work on all the plastic under that hood. Mm, forget about it. They got no chance. They got no choice. They got to. They got to bring it to a real mechanic. Hmm. So I don't buy your shit, Jefferson Jackson. You're lying to me. And back on the ship, Sarah Lance is getting ready to go out and try and help Star City. She's trying to make a difference. And she's like, "I'll go out there and I'll steal the shit we need to update uh, Gideon's firmware because Gideon is fucked in the crash. She got beat up. She got shot down." And and this ship is missing its AI, so it's running on nothing right now. And they got no no narrator to ask, hey Gideon, what what's going on with the timeline? So Sarah Lance is like, hey, I'll sneak in to fucking steal uh, the firmware. And he's like, no, dude, I hired thieves for this trip for a specific reason. If you're not gonna use the thieves, then no, Sarah, you could just f off, cause snart and rory they can steal anything it's great and she's like well i'm gonna go with them fine fine you can go with them but i'm coming too rip hunter says so the four of them track out into the wilderness and they're pretty much back at the exact same scene that they were earlier nothing has changed the lighting is the same the fires are still burning so something makes me, t- or something tells me, that they shot these things back to fucking back, cause that's how you do it. That's how you do it in film, right? Steve Shill, I know what you're up to. I've seen your plans. And I think the next, not the next episode, but maybe the episode after that, is directed by the dude who did Gremlins. Believe it or not, that's insane. So we learn that um, Kendra was uh, worked in a shipyard in World War Two. And that's how she learned how to weld. Okay, makes sense. That's, that's, that's a useful skill. But we got uh, the two halves of uh, Firestorm listening in on, on Kendra and uh, Ray Palmer's conversation. Their little love, love conversation, which is pissing off Jefferson Jackson to no end because he wants to get in Kendra's pants. Which seems kind of weird, cause her like destined lover for life, um, is coming back. I mean, we we've been told that these people die and do return, reincarnate, yet they believe he's gone for some reason, or enough enough out of the picture that they can make a move. Seems fucking kind of weird, but um, hey, both uh, Ray Palmer and jefferson jackson seemed to want to make a move on kendra so old man dr stein is like hey guy i'll give you some advice how to get in on that because i know i know how to pimp all right this this is my expertise and she's like you know jefferson jackson knows knows he ain't no fool he's like man, she's, she's been destined to be with the dude for a thousand years okay so if you know that much you should know he's coming back Probably not the next episode, but the episode after that, because it's called Night of the Hawk. Mm, makes me think, Hawkman, come back. Hawkman, Hawkman. Plus, like, you're time traveling. You're going to find his reincarnated version. He's probably around right now. It's 2046. He's probably he's probably just chilling. Just just hanging out. So, back in, uh, in the streets, the mean streets, uh, a fight erupts, a, a gang rumble, and uh, Sarah Lance, Rip Hunter, Mick Rory and Captain Cold himself all take refuge in a school bus, a park school bus. Seems safe. Seems safe enough. It's safe for school children. It could be safe for the cast and crew to pile into the school bus. And as they watch the fight explode, uh, the other Green Arrow appears, and he's shooting arrows off like mad, and people are shooting guns at him, and Green Arrow gets shot, takes a tumble. There Lance, It's like, hey, I'm going to go chase after him. I'm going to hunt him down, Rip. I'm going to be the hunter. And uh, so she takes off out of the bus. Rip Hunter is like, hey, I got to follow you. I can't let you go alone. So he tells Leonard Snart and Mick Rory, hey, guys, stay here. Listen to me. Mm, yeah, telling the two badasses to listen to the, the, the boy scout, that ain't going to happen. All right, so immediately Mick Rory and Leonard Snart are like, Fuck this! Let's go rob that bank we saw three miles black, bad black, three miles back in this dystopian ghetto. Like, what the fuck are you thinking? There's no money in that bank. It's already been robbed by all these looters. But okay, they're gonna go take off anyway, and they're surrounded by the gang, which um, who who wants to take their money? I don't know why you need money, because there obviously is no people conducting any kind of form of business in this city. So, what do you need money for? What is it good for? You can just take anything you want. This is Mad Max world. Come on. So, um, McRory decides, hey, I'm not gonna take this shit and shoots the boss with his fiery gun, which kills him, rather than just setting him on fire. I don't understand how that gun works, but cool. So, they immediately give him a fur coat and crown him the king of the fucking thieves. And he gets himself a nice little cute woman on his arm and, uh, he, he's like, hey, I'm going to take this quad, which is a four-wheeler, for those of you who do not know my slang, and uh, he's like, I'm going to get on this, and Leonard Snart gets on a fucking motorcycle, and which is so sweet, because uh, Mick Rory's like, come on, sweetheart, and Leonard Snart follows him onto the bike, Leonard Snart, sweetheart, which is pretty hilarious. So back in the alley, uh, Sarah Lance has cornered, uh, Green Arrow and Green Arrow is going to shoot her dead to rights, but he's like, no, I, who are you? Uh, I'm Sarah Lance. And she said, he's like related to Captain Lance kind of a thing. I think I know you. Where's Oliver Queen and how do you know Oliver Queen? And they get to talk and they get to rap and they get to letting, letting each other know how they're feeling. And you know, he gives us a lot of, uh, a lot of insight. He says, Oliver Queen's dead. The city's been taken over by a fucking crazy army. And uh, then we get to see Deathstroke. Deathstroke with a new mask. It's kind of silvery. And he's still missing an eye. And it's like, oh, Deathstroke. How the fuck are you still alive? It's been 30 years and you were probably pushing 40 when you were on or when you took Star City the first time. And how did you get out of, out of that jail on that island that Oliver Queen locked you up in? None of this is making any sense. Go to commercial number one. And after that, we cut right back to our same scene. Where Sir Lance whips out her double fucking blades Leonardo style. And she's like, alright, you want to take this shit to the next level? And Rip Hunter runs in with his cool LED six shooter. And he's like, yo, dudes, um, what, what's going on here? And Sarah Lance is, is like, dude, how are you still alive, Slade? And he's like, Slade, that's not a name I've heard in a long time. And he pulls off his mask. And he ain't a scary looking Slade Wilson, who's also a pretty sexy beast. if I must say so myself. And I must. And I don't care. You're like, hey, this guy's gay? No, I'm not. Just look at Slade Wilson. That man is a fucking model. He's like Hugh Jackman. I don't know what they're doing in Australia, but they're breeding legends. Legends of today. Okay, enough of that. So they get in a debate, and for some reason, uh, an army of knife-wielding, I guess they're more like swords... They come out of nowhere and they're like, hey, let's fucking fuck these dudes up because no one has a gun anymore for some reason. They're all like, hey, we're going to be Michonne and they're going to corner this dude and they fucking fly off like Batman 89 with Rip Hunter and Sarah Lance holding Green Arrow by his, I don't know, stomach as, as this arrow grappling hook lifts him in the air and nobody throws a knife. Nobody does anything. They just let the group go. Okay, fair enough. That's cool. Back on the ship, Firestorm, or half of them, Jax is making his moves on Kendra because he's like, hey, you're kind of black-ish. I'm black. But, hey, let's, uh, how about we hook up, lady? You know, that's what CW thinks is necessary. But, the old man Stein is like, hey, Ray Palmer, I, uh, I, I, I noticed you're interested in Kendra because she's kind of black, but she's kind of something else. You know, she's got that she could date whatever she wants vibe. Anybody can. Martin Stein. That's what Ray Palmer's like. He's like, hey, Martin Stein, your idea of what an acceptable mixed race is and isn't is old and out of fashion. You're a fucking stupid old man. Because Kendra can date anybody she wants. Didn't you notice Hawkman is white? They've been dating for 4,000 years. They've been breaking barriers for 4,000 years, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if you know that. I know that. Now you know. Everybody knows. We're all talking about it. Okay, so now we've got uh, in this. And Martin Stein is just trying to feel out Ray Palmer. See if he's interested in him or Kendra, or anybody, but, you know, he's like, no, dude, I'm on the wave rider to save the world. You know, not to hook up, not to get my dick wet. And Martin's like, all right. Damn. Fair enough. Well, back in the party, we see some cute lady dancing, and uh, we we got Mick Rory naming people after old shows, like Happy days and and Greece, which would be extremely old at this point, it would be like a hundred years old, and, and these people really have no idea what McRory is talking about. So it's fair fair that he can say Fonzie and Kenickie, but Leonard Snark is not having a good time. He's like, "Hey, dude, it's time we get back to our friends," and he's like, "They my friends, I I got uh, I got a fur coat." I got a chalice, and I don't know how Mick Rory knows what a chalice is. You should say I got one of these cool cups, you know, I like chalice. That's crazy. But we, we, this is where we get some major conflict. We're, Leonard Snart has been changing over the last few episodes. He wants to uh, to get back to, to business. He he really wants to stop Vandal Savage. Mick Rory is just in it for the win. He's just... He's in it to win it, as they say. And this is going to be a problem. Back in some crazy warehouse, Sarah Lance finds the only source of light. And uh, her and Rip Hunter hang out and talk with Connor Hawk. And they're like, hey, dude, let's hang out by this firelight so our faces can be lit. And then let's have a discussion about what we're going to do. And Sarah Lance wants to stay and fucking help the city. And Rip Hunter's like, dude, this is not important. We we have bigger bigger fish to fry. We got more more important things going on. We've got to stop fucking Vandal Savage, man. We've got to save the world, not save this bullshit city. And Sarah Lance ain't having it. She she wants she wants more. But they still need this fucking part from from Smoke Technology. So they 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 beg Connor to lead them. to the warehouse, where they kept shit, that's what's going on, they've, they've decided, hey, we can ask Connor Hawk to, because at this point, they know his name, to lead us into temptation, and I love the yellow flashlights they used, do you realize, that is a brilliant fucking yellow on those lights, it's very stylized for the show, it's, Oh, I like it. I like it a lot. Very nice. Very nice choice. It's Very, very good color scheme in this episode. I'm I'm sorry. I just got transfixed with that. I was like, what's going on? This is insanely amazing. And now we get Oliver Queen, old man, old man, Oliver Queen pops out and he's like, I'm missing an arm. I got a crazy beard and um, it looks fake as shit. Like, let's admit it. That looks like the fakest fucking beard I've ever seen in my life. But, okay. And he's got some sort of shotgun and he's like, get out of my town. Doing his best Clint Eastwood. And, uh, let's admit it. He looked like shit. He did not look like an old man. They should have got the team from Jackass. To Johnny Depp, that guy. Or Johnny Knoxville. But then we're into another commercial so they recognize him as oliver queen and identify him and connor's like hey everyone thinks you're dead and he tells him, put the jo- the arrow down john you're embarrassing yourself and we get to learn connor hawk is john diggle jr and for those of you who don't know which there can't be anyone john diggle is uh i i would guess now uh our oliver queen's best friend since uh, tommy died and he's 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 a badass. He's on Arrow. If you don't watch Arrow, get out. But we 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 see that their relationship is is painful and long. And uh, and now that John Diggle is dead, John Diggle Jr. has taken up the name Connor Hawk to I don't know why, but uh, it just probably because it's from the comics. Diggle wasn't, and uh, they had to tie it in. Come on, let's admit it. So they're like, after you left, Oliver, the fucking, we needed to fight. And most people left the city, you know, kind of a shit. And and Oliver, you know, it's like, everybody's gone. Your, your dad, um, Felicity, everyone who mattered. And he drops the bomb that, hey, if, uh, if you were here, if, if Ray was here, maybe things would have been different. <clears throat> Which, hey... Rip Hunter directly uh, told them that he chose he chose Ray Palmer, he chose Sarah Lance, he chose all these people for uh, the Legends mission because their absence would not directly impact the future. So unless he was lying or Oliver's just mistaken, one or one or two are going on here, you know. And if Rip Hunter is supposed to be our, our only character that is stable that understands the um the, the original timeline cuz cuz the okay i'm i'm going to be talking a little bit crazy here so you y- you know y- you might miss what's going on in the show but this is important to the plot of this show now when you got a timeline that is is say from from 0 to 2166 and Rip Hunter knows that original timeline. He's he's the only guy who is aware of it. Because everybody else would have been dead by that point. So Rip Hunter takes off from 2166. Goes to 2016. And gathers up his group of people. So now he's went back in time. Which he he's now creating a second timeline. Because those people who originally existed in that world where Rip Hunter took over. Like the Ray Palmer of that world. He he is not the same ray palmer of 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 this timeline cuz cuz the timeline's been changed right so now when they go off and do shit um they're creating a an basically a, a parallel like a parallel universe almost it's it's not a universe cuz they can't go back t- to the original timeline they're just creating uh layers it's like it's, it's like if you have a piece of paper and you write on it and then you uh, photocopy it and then you write over top of that and you photocopy it, you're creating just pieces on top of pieces on top of pieces and, and you're really just adding layers to the same timeline. So, so, see, this is where time travel gets really fucked up. If, also, if Rip Hunter goes back in time and changes the out like, the outcome of Vandal Savage ever coming to power, then Rip Hunter won't be motivated to steal a, the Wave Rider and go back in time to create the initial change. Thus, there's a paradox. You know, like, time travel just does not fucking work. They need to answer these questions. They need to get some, some really smart smart answers in here. And this show could be fucking amazing. The show could be the greatest show of all time if they just fucking play with the time travel facts, like Back to the Future. You know, if, if, if Marty went back in time and created his parents to be divorced, Marty never existed. That was the fucking paradox. That was the problem. He was just like, holy shit, I got to get my parents together or I'm never going to exist. I'm going to disappear. That's why he started to diss a fucking peer. Tell his parents kissed and, you know, got it on and, and had him fell in love. You know, you're creating these amazing paradoxes. They almost went there with uh, Leonard Snart and his, his his seeing himself as a boy but they're they're not getting there yet anyway on the show leonard start and mick rory are fucking fighting each other uh the gang has came in and and took away mick rory's people and demanded them to find green arrow and the british guy he's hanging out with and the uh the american chick she, she the blonde chick they're with that's basically how he summed it up and uh everybody leaves mick rory McRory is pissed, and Leonard Snart's like, "All right, it's it's time for us to go save our friends." And Rory's like, "They are ain't our friends, all right." So that's kind of what happened. McRory is 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 splitting off. He's becoming a more of a villain, and Leonard Snort is definitely changing into a hero. So back in in the warehouse, uh, they're still looking for the magical part that they need to fix Gideon's firmware, and Sarah Lance is is grilling Rep Hunter. About what happened to the city and 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 how they need to make a change. And Rip Hunter's like, well, you know, the future isn't isn't solid. Like, you can't. We could change it if we just go back into the past and uh, and deal with it there in 2016. Like, none of this will actually happen if we correct it in 2016. I don't know why it makes makes such a difference in that year. Seems like this happened a few years after 2016 but all right fair enough you yeah, know that that doesn't matter and where the fuck was the flash i guess he had his his paradox going on all right enough enough flashing he's a he's out on earth too. he's busy <laughs> and uh rip hunter and sarah lance split up rip hunter immediately finds he he finds what he's looking for and um in some sort of wicked lockbox. Well not lockbox, but you know, one of those cases, those hard cases. And explosion Rip Hunter is being attacked. The mob runs back in and and Green Arrow is fucking taking shit out. And Sarah Lance gets in on the mix and so does uh, Rip Hunter with the LED gun. And they're getting into their good old fight. You know, this this uh, episode does not have as many low angles, which makes me think that this director is different than the other episodes i'm gonna look that up and we got some pretty good fight scene going on here and rip hunter or uh mick rory and leonard snart arrive perfect timing and they just kind of blast like (laughs) they just blasted anything it's they're kind of just not shooting at anything but i think they're more just uh doing bubbles from trailer park boys i don't know if you're familiar it's a canadian classic his approach is uh if if you just fire an ak-47 over people's heads you know, you just want to look scary and he doesn't want to kill anybody, but you just kind of want to look scary and intimidating and most people will just fuck right off. And that's kind of his advice. Makes sense, right? And I think that's, that's the approach Rip and, uh, no, Mick and, and, um, Leonard have Leo. All right. this so is now we're into another commercial. And after that, we got started checking out some dead bodies and she's making sure that they're all Grant Wilson's, uh, Wilson, Slade Wilson's kid, um, gang. And, um, you know, Sarah's like, I want to stay and help this shit. And, uh, you know, Rip Hunter's like, no, man, this is just a potential timeline. You don't need to worry about this there. The, you don't need to worry about Wilson or Connor or any of these people because they're not real yet. They're not real in your timeline. And McRory's like, dude, um, I'm going to stay here because uh, this, is, this is my place, but I'm not sure why you don't want to. And Snart's like a city full of criminals. They're, they're like, that's not my bag, baby. And I don't understand why McRory wants to stay in this fucking shithole because there's nothing to steal. It's not an amazing place. Like, It's going to be like Walking Dead, everything's going to be taken. And you're gonna be left with nothing. You want to go to like old timey, where you could steal shit and not get caught from fingerprinting or DNA and bullshit like that. Uh, cops don't communicate from state to state. You could do so much different shit in the old times, Mick. Mick, especially with your knowledge of the future, stocks and bonds, son. And that's where the real criminality is. And Leonard Snart knocks, uh, gives Mick Rory a concussion. Cause honestly, whenever you see a knockout in a TV show, it, like that's someone's brain seriously blacking the fuck out and that's a that's causing serious damage. So it's not cool guys. Not cool. Stop writing that shit. And, um, Mick Rory, takes a fucking hard hit from Leonard Sartre's gun and he's down, but that was a while ago. So now we're, um, seeing that the old man gray is giving some tips to his boy you know firestorms talking to firestorm kind of like how i always talk to myself and he's like all right dude you know what you got to do you, you like you, I, I gotta i gotta tell you the truth he, ray is interested in the in kendra too and and he's like damn son but whatever it's not like it's it's fucking any different than what i thought at the beginning of this episode right <laughs> it is and because he originally initially originally i was trying to mix those two words I thought that Ray Palmer was interested in Kendra. And now that he is, it's not really any different than where he was earlier. But Rip Hunter and Leonard Snart and Mick Rory and, uh, what's her name? they Lance. They all arrive back on the ship and they're like, uh, you know, Oliver Queen is alive, but he's missing a left arm. So we need to do some shit, but this is just a potential future. So if we return to 2016 and she's like, yo, dude, if we return, you know, Carter's dead. We don't have the safest line of work. What if we die? What if we never get to 2016 and save this shit? Maybe we need to do something right now. And Jackson's like, yeah, we signed up to be superheroes, yo. And uh, everybody seems to be in on it, except for Rip Hunter. He's like, no, we can't keep changing Changing the future. The past is, is what we can change, and then the future is what's in flux, and, and you know changes because of that and she's like well you're only willing to risk the changing the future when it's your family because you want to make sure that your kids live and he's like i'm not just trying to save you know my one family or one city i save the world you're being selfish and uh she tells him to go to hell <clears throat> and yeah he probably will because i'm pretty sure he's murdered people and nah that's not how you go to hell you go to hell being stuck somewhere really boring for a really long time that's hell and uh like a waiting room Mick Rory and Leonard Snart you know get to be cornered and Leonard Snart is like uh hey you're in jail brah I locked you up and you know what I've been the brains of our our relationship for for everything we've done and you're the brawn that's it and they that kind of signifies a major change in the relationship because Leonard Snart's at least um, placated Mick Rory before, and he's valued him as a human being. Now he's just kind of like, "You're just an idiot guy who I use to, you know, bruise my way into places." And it's funny because that's the relationship on Prison Break, and uh, this is where we learn that Leonard Snart is really in in it to 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 get get the win and he turns off off the cell door and steps through and mick rory's like all right you know he could attack him at any moment but he doesn't he's just like i don't want to be a fucking hero he's like i want to watch the world burn and leonard snart doesn't anymore he's changed he's become a, a hero a superhero, if you will, over the last few days. Just because uh, his attitude and he's got uh, a gun that can shoot ice. It qualifies. You're a superhero. you know. And if he ever catches a bullet, he's dead. But same with Sarah Lance. I mean, she's not really a superhero either. She can fight. She's not really anything else. And Sarah Lance is back in the warehouse area. And she finds Oliver Queen lounging in the dark in his shitty... Fake-looking beard, <laughs> but he's like, "Look at me, Sarah. I'm wearing a fake beard, and I'm missing half my arm. It's tied behind my back. What am I gonna do?" And and she's like, "Well, I can't. I can't do this by myself. You know, he's got too many men. I need. I need your help. And unless you know, here, take this futuristic arm, and you and me could could take these dudes down, brother." Well, she gives him a bow. She didn't give him a futuristic arm. I thought she was going to give him a futuristic arm. But you know he's got a futuristic arm. Unless um, that's that's what she gives him too. But come on. He's Arrow. We're not going to be... Plus, I've already seen this. He's going to show up with uh, an arm. She gave him his bow. Which is kind of like a wicked-ass futuristic-looking bow. Which is pretty cool. But if she was just giving him... Um, I guess the, the bow signifies something different. But really, if she's, if he's got no arm and she's giving him a, a, a like a magical arm... Or a mag- magnetic arm... Why doesn't she just give him an arm that shoots arrows out of it? You know? Like a gun? Gun with arrows? As an arm. That'd be pretty cool. Come on. I dig it. And uh, back in the ship... Dr. Stein lays into rep hunter he's like dude why aren't we going to fucking save the goddamn world well uh because everything's up and running dude and w- we're gonna get out of here and mm, dr stein is like man <coughs> they're gonna execute connor hawk and we could we can make a difference here we could change uh wh- what happens and he's like do you really want to be marooned in 2046 Which is funny, because the next episode is called Marooned. And they're like, well, what's the point of stopping Savage if we become as immoral as him in the process? What's the point? And Rip Hunter takes this to heart. Now we're going to get a public execution. Back in the original uh, set from the beginning of the episode, we get to see that they're going to execute Connor Hawk. And they're like, dude, this is hollow ground. I took Oliver Queen's arm in this very spot. And, you know, Connor Hawk is like, dude, why not you put that shit down let me go. And we'll see who's the tougher, tougher guy. And at this point, I'm like, hey. Why the fuck are there still arrows in that guy's thing? And they're going to chop off his head and his back is still like his sheath thing. is still full of arrows. You're not going to cut through all those arrows. Come on. That's ridiculous. But, all right. They're obviously not going to cut off his head. It's a CW show. It's not Walking Dead or Game of Thrones. And uh, we, we get to see that uh, Sarah Lance has been caught. Con- And it was just a plan to distract him. Well, uh, we got, oh shit, mechanical armed Oliver Queen with some crazy spinning gears, which seem really impractical if they keep sticking out like that, but cool. And uh, he shoots off an arrow and flies, jumps off a van the way Connor Hawk should have earlier in the episode. But now a fight erupts. It's Rumble in the Bronx as Oliver Queen fights or shoots arrows at an alarming rate. I wonder if he's been practicing because he's just got an arm back. Maybe, maybe it's like he, maybe he just lost his arm recently. And he's just like, fuck man, I can't go to work like this. So now he's been off on uh, workers, workers comp. And uh, now he's got a new arm. So he can go back to, to arrowing. And here he goes firing arrows at a mad, mad max pace. And he saves Connor Hawk from certain destruction as he fires an arrow into Slade Wilson's kid. Um, and, hey, what do, you, what do you want, Grant Arrow? Or, no, Grant Wilson, that's his name. And uh, he, he, he we're going to see a, a battle where Arrow takes on Wilson with his arm. I wish we could see some him stopping some sword play with his, his mechanical arm. But, okay. Hawk Girl and, uh, Ant, not the Ant-Man, <laughs> Adam fly in, and Mick Rory take, and, and Leonard Snart, and Firestorm, they all, they all show up to fucking kick ass, and take names, man, and for some reason, Firestorm walks in, he doesn't fly in, seems kind of weird, he, he should have flown in, the three of them could have flown in, The three of them could have walked in, but okay. That's cool. He's going to walk in and do some Kung Fu and Oliver Queen's get beat up by uh, Grant Wilson and gets saved by Connor Hawk who fires an arrow that stops Wilson from being able to swing his, his arm and uh, Oliver gets up and punches him down and looks kind of cool but his beard still looks kind of fake as shit. The wider the shot the better the beard looks. Let's say that. And he looks down and there's a squad of legends of tomorrow standing below him and they're like yo dude and oliver thanks them for all his help and he's like you know i'm i'm gonna explain the story of grant wilson he's a terrible man and his father was even worse and he congratulates or thanks um john who earlier he called him connor but okay and he's like yo it's connor either way you're the Green Arrow. And that's why. That's why he, he threw him two names so he could deliver that great line. You're the Green Arrow. Passing on the torch. Way to go, Oliver Queen. You no. Know, way to go. But I guess that's why Oliver Queen was supposed to get beat down because he's old. And old people are supposed to be slow, right? How offensive. How rude. And uh, mm, commercial. And back in uh, Arrow Base, we, we got Oliver Queen with his fake beard. Uh, turning on the lights because hey, they're about to change the future. Well, they already did, all right. <laughs> and uh, they're gonna start up shitting in, which makes you wonder. Like, Oliver Queen has been in hiding, he's only had one arm, unless this mechanical arm's been hanging out too. I don't know where this really came from, they didn't show you. And then he's got a pretty groomed beard for a dude who's been hanging out and in, in hiding. His beard is in um, in pretty pristine shape. You know, he's been taking care of it. And same with everybody. Like, same with his haircut. It's like, same with Connor Hawk. Like, for a bunch of people that have been living in the anarchy, um, I think they look pretty well-kempt. You know, I don't get haircuts very regularly, and I look like shit after only a couple of weeks. So I know these people getting haircuts regularly. See with the people on the ship. Now that I think about it, you know they're all looking pretty proper and trim. You know, maybe not uh, not this boy, but who? Maybe not uh, Ray Palmer, but he's still got a pretty nice, nice haircut. I mean, it's not getting any shaggier. It makes you wonder, guys. Who's keeping these people up and camped And Kendra's hair dye job isn't growing out. I'm starting to wonder, man. Something's going on. Who's the hairdresser on the ship? I want to know. Uh, this is where Kendra checks reality and is like, dude, man, I, I just lost my lover who's destined to be with me for life and found out that I'm like a reincarnated hot girl. So maybe dating isn't really on the platter for me. So why don't you go fucking jerk off, Ray Palmer? That's why they call you Ray Palm-er, because you palm your balls, you stupid fuck. No, I like Adam. I like Bradham, Bradham, Bradham broth. I like him. He's a, he's a good actor. I like him. He's funny. He's a funny gay. See Scott Pilgrim? He was great. And he goes out to the hallway and sees, oh, um, hey, dude, what's going on? And I gotta say, uh, Jefferson Jackson is looking obvious as shit as he's talking to himself, checking nothing. And Ray Palmer's like, hey, man, um, you know, that was kind of embarrassing, right? But at least we're both kind of embarrassed because you wanted her too. And, uh, Jackson's like, hey, you knew? And he's like, of course I knew. And they have a great moment where they're bros again. They're buddies. They both lost the competition for Kendra's heart. Because that's all Kendra's good for, apparently, in the storyline is love interest. Because they can't figure out anything for her right now. Is it too big of a cast, I think? I think, I thinks, I thinks. That's why they kept four for Seinfeld and six, yeah, six people for friends. This is too many people. Too many questions. Back in the ship, uh, Sarah Lance is like, "Hey, man, I'm uh, I'm I'm sorry for for being down on you. Thanks for sending in the Calvary." And Rivander's like, "You know, it, it was worth it. I was wrong. You were right. You know, this is that's that's what's up." And he needs he needs to uh to, to he he makes sure he puts her in line. And he's like, I need you to to follow the difficult choices. And she's like, I guess so. And and he's talking about, you know, licking his ball sack and maybe a hole, but she doesn't know that yet. Because that's what Rip Hunter's really about. That's why his his jacket is slit up the back. So you can get easy access. And Mick is checking out the city he loved. And Ray Palmer's like, you know, it's too bad. You got to leave. They seem like your kind of people. And Mick Rory seems lost. He's like, I don't know who my people are anymore. Wow. But he's like more like, I don't know who my people are. I got a deep, gravelly voice. And uh, he he does it better, obviously. But on the ship, they take off into the future or the past. We don't know because Rip Hunter didn't admit it. They, they did not admit where they were going but we get to see um uh from you know scenes from next week and it is exciting they are um it looks like what happens is the ship gets stuck in space because the episode's called marooned and mick rory chokes down rip hunter and is gonna fucking murder him and adam is is stuck out in outer space. What is going on? It looks like an insanely crazy episode, but I don't know. I don't know, because once you get into this time travel stuff, like as I was saying, ladies and gentlemen, if Rip Hunter goes back in time to change um, the timeline, then what would have motivated him to steal the Wave Rider from the Time Lords? and go back in time if vandal savage isn't even around will there be time lords you know it's 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 very time copy what do you do is time travel is a very difficult thing to 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 wrap your head around you know that's why it's not real or is it dum bum, bum But ladies and gentlemen, that was an exciting episode. It wasn't the greatest episode, but it had some fun moments, and it's always a pleasure to see Leonard Snart, you know, becoming a man, becoming a boy, becoming a big, big boy. And I love it. I'm, you know, I don't care what you say or think. This show is fun, and it could be funner if they got this time travel shit going. I would, I would be in for the win I would put my head into a bucket of flour right now if they would just go into that time travel issues dig in there guys dig in it but this was DC's Legends of Tomorrow I am the host Kyle Leslie and it's been a pleasure hanging out with you guys I want to thank you guys for coming by come by again next week we got some more to talk about on DC's Legends of tomorrow.